Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Have you had your morning coffee yet? Well, we love our coffee, but do you know that coffee and climate have a complicated relationship? According to the International Coffee Organization, in the last 30 years, growing demand for coffee has led to a 60% increase in production. The Water Footprint Network also said that coffee production leaves a large water and energy footprint with 140 liters of water. All research shows that this increased coffee production is hurting the planet from deforestation to a high usage of water and energy resources. Coffee lovers might think this is such a wet blanket. Can't live without your morning cup every day. Well, here's a game changer. Yep, it's called Beanless Coffee. That's the innovation from a Seattle-based startup serving the world's first beanless espresso. To tell us more, we have on the line with us Andy Kleich, who is the CEO and co-founder of Atomo Coffee. Andy, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure for you to join us all the way from the states. Whereabouts in the states are you? Well, of course, I'm in the coffee capital of the United <laughs> States, which is Seattle, Washington. We're all right. In, in fact, our factory is in the shadow of the Starbucks headquarters. Wonderful, so, Andy. Yeah. Let's kick things off and ask you what inspired you to explore the idea of creating a beanless espresso. Well, five years ago, I ran into a food scientist and I asked him the question. I said, "What do you wish you were working on right now that you're not working on?" And his answer blew me away. He said, "You know, I think I can reverse engineer coffee."、Mm. And it was just that statement that started a lot of research. I looked into, and just like you mentioned, you know, what is the impact of coffee? Where is it being grown? How much deforestation is being caused by coffee? Right. And after doing research for about six months, we realized. This is really something that is impacting the planet. It's something that we all do every day, and we could really dedicate the rest of our career to making the planet a better place if we could just figure out how to reverse engineer coffee and make it from more sustainable materials. All right. Now, can you elaborate on the four-year process of researching and sourcing upcycled ingredients to replicate traditional coffee compounds? If you could tell us more about those ingredients, that would be great as well. Yeah, so we started out by saying, however we make coffee without the bean, it should be better for the planet. And so right away we started looking at upcycled ingredients, like、sure. what are ingredients that are typically thrown away that we could use and give a second life to. And this led to all kinds of experiments with watermelon seeds and grape skins and pits from dates, which we love. So typically, if there's a, a date that is depitted. Um, those pits are typically thrown away, especially in, in the United States. They're thrown away.、Mm. In some parts of the world, they actually feed them to camels, but the camels don't really like to eat them. They prefer something else. But、uh, <laughs> so what we found was this great diverse set of upcycled ingredients that we could choose from that were not currently being used. Now the problem with upcycled ingredients is that they're typically thrown away. Right. So there is no care for them. Right. So. One of the first things we had to build was an upcycling facility in Coachella. I'm not sure if you've heard of the Coachella Music Festival. I have, I have indeed.、Uh, but it's right outside. <laughs> you have, right? Yeah. And so we have a facility in Coachella where we pick up date pits from farmers and processors and bring them back to our facility to clean them and get them ready for use. Okay. And the journey really started for us on how to replicate coffee. With you know, you look at coffee in the cup. 
And what we found out is in that cup of coffee, there's 28 compounds that you really need to have in that cup of coffee to make it taste like coffee. Right. And so our initial journey started with trying to replicate what was in your cup. And what we quickly learned was the real trick is to replicate the green coffee bean. Right. So a green coffee bean has about 200 compounds. When you roast it, it develops all of this taste and characteristics that you would find in roasted coffee. Mm. That's a journey that happens from a green coffee bean to a roasted coffee bean. It transforms. And so we really spent the last four years understanding how to recreate a green coffee bean and then take it through a roasting process. All right. You seem to have ensured that your beanless coffee maintains the same molecular structure and taste as traditional coffee, as you rightly pointed out. But what are some of the key challenges you encountered uh, in developing this breakthrough technology? Well, I would say trying to replicate coffee aroma and flavor <laughs> is a challenge, right? And so and we, what we have found is some very you know, unique players, as far as ingredients are concerned, that help us do this. Mm. Uh, like our coffee, for instance, has guava in it. Guava. Lemon. So coffee has acidity. Okay. Right. Uh, it has all natural whole foods in yeah. it. So it has millet. It has sunflower. Mm. It has date pits. And what I would say has been the core technology for us is understanding how to react ingredients that typically are, let's just call them bland or, you know, not very dynamic. And how can we react to those ingredients, combine them to generate the targets that we're looking for, coffee targets. And mm. so one thing we do every day is we take our coffee, we put it into uh, a GCMS. This is a machine that can measure all the different compounds in the liquid. And we actually t smell, you know, all the compounds as they're being separated. So imagine wow. if you took coffee and were able to separate every single compound in there and smell it <laughs> as it went past. <laughs> you would be able to smell all kinds of interesting things. Yeah. So this is what we do with ours every day. Is it, we're constantly trying to really understand the fingerprint for coffee and what is it. Yeah, it sounds like both a pleasant and painstaking experience at the same time. If you're just <laughs> joining us, we're in conversation with Andy Clyde. She's the CEO and co-founder of Atomo Coffee, which is a Seattle-based startup that's serving the world's first beanless espresso. Andy, why did Atomo initially focus on a proof-of-concept canned cold brew, and what led to the breakthrough in espresso later? Right. So in Asia, canned cold brew is, is actually really where it's you know, been widely adopted. And I think in the U.S., we've been behind a few years. Sure. So especially in Japan, you know, you'll see on every corner there's a cold brew coffee you know, machine. Um, and so we really understood that cold brew was popular and gaining in popularity around the world. But there's one thing that you'll notice in cold brew is when you, ca when you crack open a can of cold brew, there is not a lot of aroma. Mm. Right. It's, it's you kind of open it up. You, you don't really get that. You know, when you make coffee at home and it will fill your entire house with that smell. Yes. Of coffee, <laughs> right. The aroma, all the volatiles come off. It wakes you up. Well, when you crack open a can of cold brew, you really don't get that aroma. Yep. Um, and so early on in our development, we realized that our coffee tastes great cold. Mm. And it was, and we would extract it at night. We extract it during the day. We put it in the refrigerator. We'd have it the next day, and we're like, "Wow, this tastes amazing cold!" And so we decided to really share it with the world uh, in a can. We knew it would be perfect every time. We knew that everyone could experience the creation that we developed. But we always knew that hot coffee was the top of the mountain, right? Mm. Everyone loves hot coffee, and so we really have yearned for four years to create a cup of coffee that had all of the aroma, the volatiles coming off the top, and that body, the mouthfeel, uh, the bioactives, like the caffeine, 
um, and that flavor that you would expect. And so really that has been the top of the mountain for us that we've been aiming for. And about seven months ago is when we finally pulled our first shot of espresso. So imagine that mm. after four years of work, we finally were able to replicate espresso. Mm. Now you've put so much work into developing this product. And I guess the question that most of our listeners will want the answer to is, how has the response been, particularly from high-end specialty coffee shops, uh, to your innovative approach, and why did they support the company's mission? It's a great question. We thought that the coffee industry might hate us, right? Oh, okay. us here <laughs> because, because we love coffee, yeah. right? Like, we drink, I still drink coffee every day. I love coffee. So we did not want the coffee industry to hate us, and, and actually, we've positioned our whole business to support coffee shops. Yeah. So we, um, we actually distribute our product through coffee shops. And why they've been supportive of us is because they actually are delivering an experience. Like when you go get a cup of coffee, what you want is that experience of drinking that coffee and you want the result. And so what Otomo offers is a way for coffee shops to deliver that same experience and mm. the same result just with a more sustainable footprint. But there's, there's also a few other benefits that we've baked into our product. Mm. Um, one is that we removed the bitterness. So a lot of people drink coffee and they just don't like that bitter flavor. Uh, so they typically add cream or sugar to mask bitterness. So we've removed the bitterness and so we've dialed it way down. Uh, acidity is also a problem for many coffee drinkers. They, it hurts their stomach and their intestine. And so we've removed the acidity from our mm. coffee. And lastly, we've added a different caffeine source. So many people, when they drink coffee, it's almost like a rocket ship. Like mm. they go up and then they crash really hard. And so we've added caffeine from a decaffeinated green tea, um, which in our studies show that it's absorbed more slowly and then lets you down more slowly. Mm. So it's a more smooth caffeine experience. Okay. Now, you'd probably agree that the biggest impediment to the growth of any startup is a lack of funding, but you've recently gotten an investment from Suntory Holdings, a major Japanese beverage company. So congratulations on that. How does Atomo plan to leverage this partnership to accelerate its vision of delivering sustainable and, like you rightly said, delicious beverages globally? Right. I mean, coffee is such a global industry, mm. right? There's over, over 2 billion cups of coffee consumed every day around the world. And in Japan, especially, they have such a you know, intense coffee culture. Yep. Um, and so for us to have, you know, Suntory, who is the leader in canned coffee in Japan, to support us and understand, you know, that the world needs solutions like this, uh, that was quite an endorsement. And mm. what we really love about Suntory is their you know, commitment to quality, their manufacturing standards, uh, the brand reputation that they have with their customers, and their reach across all of Asia-Pacific. So, you know, for us, there really couldn't be a better partner in that region. All right, Andy, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I hope to one day try this beanless espresso. <laughs> I think we're going to get it in Singapore, hopefully, you know, in the next year. So All right. I hope you try soon. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Andy, right. for Simple. joining us. We've been in conversation with Andy Kleitsch, who's the CEO and co-founder of Atomo Coffee. It's a Seattle-based startup serving the world's first beanless espresso. You can check out their products at atomocoffee.com. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.